Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise Oyson from Superfast Recruitment. And today we have one of our recruitment expert interviews. I'm delighted to be interviewing Mark Woffenden from Lucy Walker Recruitment. And I wanted to pull uh, Mark onto the podcast because Mark's been a client of ours for a number of years now. And literally a few weeks ago, uh, we had one of these conversations where we both said to one another, what the hell has just happened? Uh, pretty unique. If you're watching this maybe in a year or two's time, you'll think, oh yeah, COVID, I remember that. That was interesting. Well, interesting it may well be, and it's proving challenging for many businesses, and particularly in the recruitment sector and, and small SMA businesses across the whole of the UK and obviously globally. So I thought I'd ask Mark to jump on to one of our podcasts and give his perspective. I've asked him a number of questions around how he thinks um, Yorkshire businesses are coping, what Lucy Walker has done as a recruitment company to move forward, what people who are on furlough might want to be considering and how this whole you know, remote working is, is actually going to pan out for people. So you may be watching this on YouTube or you may decide to, to listen to this later. It will be on the Recruitment Marketing and Sales podcast a little bit later on. So I look forward to your thoughts and let me know how it goes. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from the Recruitment Marketing and Sales podcast. And today we have one of our expert interviews. And today we're talking to Mark Woffenden. And Mark is a director at Lucy Walker Recruitment. They're based over in Leeds and they're a commercial recruiter. And I think, Mark, you've been around now for, what is it, 27 years as a, as a company? Yeah, it is 27 like years, yeah. Uh, the company was originally started by Mark's wife, Lucy, and they've gone from strength to strength over the years. And the reason why I wanted to ask Mark to come on to today's podcast, um, depending on when you listen to this, we are in the middle of, um, an in, let's just say, a challenging yet interesting situation with COVID, particularly, I think, in the recruitment space. And Mark, um, ha uh, his background is accountancy, and yet he is also a marketeer. And I think he can give a, a unique perspective on what's happening. So the amazing Mark Woffenden, I'm going to hand over to you now as well. So if you could maybe start with just telling, telling us a little bit about you, um, uh, Lucy Walker and you know the last few yeah. years of uh, what's been happening for you guys okay all right thank you Denise first of all the amazing Mark Offenden I don't think I've ever heard those words in a sentence <laughs> before or at least not put together um, yeah it's not, not normally different words but thanks I'll take that um, okay yeah I'll start this by telling you I think about the company and, and then about myself we we're working that way around so yeah Lucy Started the business in 1992 after she'd, she'd been in recruitment, I think about three years at that point, and had been made redundant. And her dad said to her, uh, why don't you sit up on your own? Um, and the good thing about recruitment, I think, has always been that there's quite sort of low barriers to entry. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Lucy um, took that decision to set up on her own. Um, I think she had, there were five, five main important things for starting off, one was her ability, yeah. uh, which was and an, an is without question. I think a lot of people will tell you that. Um, secondly, was her CRM, which was a roller deck. You remember those? I do. Yeah, <laughs> a lot lot cheaper than uh, than current CRMs, and a lot easier yeah. to use. I think. Yeah. Um, 
Thirdly was a, a phone, but not a mobile phone. It was one of those fixed phones that you couldn't go anywhere, go anywhere with and have private conversations. So it was all sort of in the office stuff. Um, then we had the yellow pages, um, which of course, you know, we'll, we'll both remember. And as it was before the internet, the yellow pages was the internet. Because yeah. if you wanted to find out anything about a business as such. What was it? Let your fingers do the walking. Let your fingers do the walking, wasn't it? <laughs> Um, yeah. If you wanted to find out anything about um, a business, or, or um, you just looked in the yellow pages, and you know, if you mm. wanted to research legal companies, you just go through the yellow pages. Some of them might have a bit of a snazzy ad, some might just be the, the line um, and a telephone number. But that was, you know, that, that was the, the the main database essentially yeah. on the on yeah. the client side, and of course, um, the main form of marketing. If you wanted to do a, a, a big ad mm. to shout out about who you were. Fourthly, I think, or, or the next thing, I can't remember what point it was on, but next thing would have been a fax machine, which um, someone pointed out recently on a, on a LinkedIn video I did that I've still got one of those. Oh, no. I know. Like you still, still use it. Yeah, you still, still use it. I think they're quite useful. I'll <laughs> keep that relatively quiet. Um, and then I think it would have been probably a word processor. Um, I think we'd slightly moved on from typewriters, but it was mm. definitely before um, computers. Definitely before computers. And of course, definitely before the internet. So, you know, it was a very different age, which I think um, recruiters who grew up in that age, you know, uh, are obviously still very much driven by the telephone and personal contact rather mm. than hiding behind email. Uh, mm. And, you know, if a client wanted something urgently, you'd go and take it to them um, or you'd send it on the fax. Um, and, and sometimes you might have to wait for the post to, to move on things which seems mm. these days when that could slow things down by a couple of days. I mean, I think the only worth well, the only things we get in the post today are, are, are like vouchers for, for new bars opening in town. So mm. although not at the moment. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, um, not at the moment. Yeah. So I mean when Lucy started, she was it was just her and she was specialising in more the PA secretarial, so admin receptionist. Um, through clients she'd had before um, and then with the service she provided you know the the word spread um, of, of a reputation and now we do well I think I've written down some of the categories here we do sales marketing legal support graduates logistics supply chain FMCG junior exec um, you know um, and, and HR, so and, and that will be across all industries, yeah. sort of needs and sort of down as far as Wakefield and up as far as, as Harrogate and Skipton. Um, and we've got there's about seven, I think, it's, yeah, there's 17 of us now. And we yeah. have a marketing function, obviously, admin and, and all the consultants. And, and Lucy's still heavily involved in it. Um, and I think over the, I think the stats are something. I think we've placed like about over 120,000 people in temp roles and. Uh, about 20,000 people in, in permanent over, yeah. over that time. So I love that yeah, stat on your website where you can just, you know, the ticker tape one where you can just yeah. see the, the different things that you've done. Yeah. I guess when you think about those roles, Mark, they, they're they the lifeblood of any business. You need your HR Absolutely. department. You need yeah. your commercial people, you yeah. need your receptionist, PA, the whole, the whole lot. So mm. um, thinking about that 
that how are businesses faring in Yorkshire at the moment from your perspective because obviously you've got a vast range of clients and candidates that you deal with what's going on for them at the moment yeah well I've written down some stats here just so I don't want to miss anything out I mean you know Yorkshire is a massive massive region I think um I did a paper on it a while ago, which is on our website. I think the economy is something worth, is like worth about eighty-eight billion pounds normally. Wow! Double the size of Wales and about and bigger than about nine EU countries. So it's, you know, it's a massive area. And and there was a frightening stat I saw the other day that the Yorkshire economy at the moment is losing one hundred and seventy million pounds a day. Oh my word! Yeah. I mean, you know, we're against this backdrop of. You know, 30 million, was it 30 million Americans unemployed, uh, yeah. negative price of oil. And did you see that stat about um, the government are currently supporting more than half of the adult population through either the pensioners, um, public sector workers, yeah. uh, people out of work or people on furlough? Yeah, and then today, of course, we get the it's going to be the deepest recession since 1706. <laughs> Um, so yeah, again, so I, <laughs> uh, I, I am the bringer of doom and gloom. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, against that backdrop, um, you know, it's obviously it's obviously difficult in, in Yorkshire as it is everywhere. Um, I mean, we we've tended to niche away, if that's the right word, from um, from your bigger companies because we we found out our, the margins can get squeezed on those, and the relationships are more supplier based too. We, we try to work more with SMEs where you know we have more of a partnership arrangement but I think you know those are the unfortunate yeah, yeah. businesses that are, are, are gonna find it even harder um, yeah. to go forward. You probably you answered one of my questions there about um, you know how what funding are Yorkshire businesses tapping into because you say you know like almost half the population is being supported yeah. at the moment are there any additional ones that I might have missed I, don't, I mean, furlough's a main one, isn't it? I think that, yeah. um, you know, a lot of businesses, I think, was it 70, 70% of businesses are using the furlough scheme to yeah. some extent? And there's obviously these, you know, there's a variety of loans, isn't there? The latest one yeah. being the bounce back and stuff. So, you know, the, the government are putting in place, a, you know, a lot, of, a lot of measures for businesses. But I think my concern would be with the, the finance um, head-on is that, you know, we've all lost a considerable amount of income and a will be mm. a considerable of income and you know we're replacing that with with um well, certainly in terms of these loans with with debt that needs to be repaid yeah. Uh, yeah. you know when we've when we've lost income so yeah you know in, in even from the short term to the medium term that you know that has ramifications for us all yeah i suppose it does i was i was thinking the other night um that you know, we had our we got had our targets for this year for for us as a as a, as a company and thinking. Mm. So we put we've got like four or five months of that are yeah, going yeah. to be maybe different. We don't mm. know how they're going to be different. You know, yeah. who knows? Um, but but thinking about that, how you know you're a, a company with a you know a real heritage, great standing in in you know the north. How's Lucy Walker recruitment handled the COVID situation with their clients and candidates? What are some of the things that maybe you've been doing? I think we've probably gone through the same, the, the, the same sort of experiences as, as most. Well, I'm, I'm sure we will have done. I mean, the start, I remember, 
it must must have been, although it's not that long ago, it seems like an eternity ago. I remember sort of like early March and being on a mm-hmm. on a recruitment uh, webinar. Um, just at the time, I think it sort of came to light in the early March and then people yeah. were thinking, oh, we're going to have to work from home. It might be a slight impact. And going on this rec webinar and they're saying, um, and there was a poll on there uh, and asked you to fill it in how much you thought we'd be impacted by COVID as a recruitment industry. And I came off that quite reassured. It was like, I think only 20% of people on that poll thought there'd be any impact for, or, or there'd be a significant impact yeah. um, in the economy. And then we, and so, and then I heard Boris Johnson talk that evening. I thought, actually what he's saying makes sense, um, which I haven't always thought that since in fairness, but um, and then we got into the start of the next week and then we were having to contact our IT and think, right, well, we'll need to get people working from home. Um, and so we went through all the process of doing that. Um, and then the next week, I think, um, was was almost sheer panic because mm-hmm. we, um, you know, we had a, it, it was a good t- that is a good time of year for us, sort of March, April, May, uh, a very healthy job book. Um, and during the course of that week, it almost completely disappeared. Um, you know, day after day, we were just the start of the week. There was a few people saying, "Yeah, oh, we're going to put this on hold for a week or two. And then, yeah. as we progressed through the week, and the, the message got stronger, it was like, you know, where where's our book of business gone? And then you had the yeah. the, the FTSE crashing with uh, pensions, etc. Um, we got into the following week of everyone working from home for a week, um, contacting candidates and clients. Um, and then obviously the furlough scheme was announced and when we saw the detail of that we thought makes sense so we put some of our more junior staff on furlough and and kept a a senior team and and marketing support Um, uh, and yeah and and then since then we've obviously kept in regular contact with candidates and clients to find out how they are you know where they're at um, what we can do to help um, and and just keep a a, a real presence and I think Mm. we've yeah, I think that's hope will hopefully stand us in good stead. Yeah, because um, I think a lot of people have gone very quiet, and I don't think it's not a time to go quiet. But it's individual take, isn't it? Really, on how best to deal with these. Yeah, issues. I mean, you mentioned there that obviously you've you kept on board your your marketing support with with Christina, mm. and so so how have you approached? marketing and sales um you know i i know historically you know you've been on bbc radio you've been very much at the forefront of of marketing um you know in, in the recruitment Thanks space. You. <laughs> thank you um so uh, you know how, how how are you approaching it now i know you've done some webinars but i didn't know what else yeah. you have behind the scenes as i say i think we made the decision at, at the outset that the the best way to deal with it was not to to go quiet but to you know maintain a healthy presence and so you know uh, myself and Christina sort of sat down and planned it out we decided our existing marketing you know with all the emails that the, the you know email automation we just completely stopped and that wasn't appropriate um, mm-hmm. and, and we looked at obviously what the needs would what we thought the needs would be of, of candidates and clients uh, and varied our approach um, on the client side we've done surveys um to you know to try and um try and give them useful relevant information um which we've shared and which they've found beneficial so obviously yeah. done blogs and articles we have uh, and on the candidate side as you mentioned we've done 
we've done webinars mm-hmm. um, sort of addressing how people can make their cv better for when you know when we come out of this and you know they need to get their cv in a position whereby they uh, want to try and get a job so yeah yeah so we've uh, and on the sales side um obviously it's you know you can't ring up people talking about jobs um yeah, and, you yeah. Know, so lucy's led that um but it's been very much a, you know we're here how can we help um, yeah, yeah. support you need um you know just let us know if there's anything we can do and, and again that's been very well received yeah i noticed because lucy did a, a video didn't she that you posted on linkedin about that that i thought got a lot of traction and went yes down, it did yeah yeah and, and went down really well yeah you mentioned furlough and you talked about candidate and and obviously in the last few years everything has been so candidate driven hasn't it Mm -hmm. Um, what do you see happening now i know you and i have had a lot of discussion about this but what do you see happening over the next few months from a candidate perspective you know it's always been classed as a we we are in a skill short market. i know that's recruiter speak skill short market but there might be other people listening to this what do you think is going to happen with with furlough redundancies and and the market as a whole in that context well i think in i think in many ways um i, I think we're the period we're in now is almost because we don't know what the next phase is yeah we're yeah. almost with it it's almost like the calm before the storm as i see it really it's um you know we're all planning planning for the unknown still because we don't know yeah. what, when things are going to be released and you know, we don't know. There's talk about the shape of the recovery. Will it be V-shaped? Will it be U-shaped? I heard a I heard Anne Swain, who you know from the oh yeah, Absco uh, yeah. today, and she said her analogy were, were, uh, with it was um, obviously myself being a football fan. She said I think it'll be like one of those old leather footballs from like the 30s, where, when it's full of water, whereby when you drop it <laughs> and you're expecting a bounce, it doesn't bounce. Mm-hmm. so so you know it, it is gonna be it is you know gonna be a a long period of time in there i think it's gonna be six months before yeah see any shoots of recovery so you're probably the best part of this year will be written off i mean in, mm. i know in unemployment they're talking and it's 3.8 percent before we went into it they're talking it'll be going up to around 10 percent um which the last time I remember that was when um, UB40 were in the charts uh, with the one in, one in 10. Um, you are the one in t- Red, red wine, one of my favourites. Red wine, indeed. The drink as well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and the, I mean, the furlough situation, I know the Chancellor said about, you know, he, he won't leave it like a cliff edge so that when we get to the 30th of June, it's like, right, we're cancelling that. So then mm. everyone has to take back on that expense and things. I can't deal with it. So there's mass redundancy. So... Yeah, I mean, that needs a structured approach to prevent that situation and, you know, a, a, a massive redundancies. But it is going to be a, you know, fiercely competitive job market. Mm. Um, and I do think, um, and I also heard Greg Savage say this after I thought it myself, so I was thinking if Greg Savage says it, yeah, it yeah. probably is right. And and, it, and if I thought it as well first, then and these thought it, well, I must be doing something right. But, yeah, I do think we're going to end up with um, pay deflation because, you know, mm-hmm. if you're an employer and you want to save costs and you've got, you know, there's a, there's a wealth of candidates you could employ for the role, um, 
you can afford to set your salary um, lower than yeah. you might have done before because people think, well, I'm going to take it because I want a job. Um, yeah. It might not have been the salary I wanted. So, I mean, that's one of the exercises that the team have been going when they've been speaking to candidates at the moment is, is saying, you know, some of the thing, yeah, well, I'm looking for a pay increase. Say, well, hang on a minute. You might not get a pay increase when you look for your next yeah. job. Um, and also saying to them, look, you know, it might be a time temp, the temp market will pick up quicker. Why yeah. don't you consider taking a temp role? You know, it might be leading an inroad to that client, but it'll certainly, you'll certainly mm. start getting you some income. Um, so, so, you know, so those are the sort of conversations we're shaping with them. Mm. Um, I also think that, you know, we're going to see more, um, and technology allows for that now, doesn't it? And I think people's experience of working from home mm. on furlough is thinking, I can actually work from home. I've got my computer, you know, I can, I can do, I can run my own business from home. Um, you know, that, so that gig economy could, 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 um, you know, spike really, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think so, because it's like people are getting a unique experience. I know, yeah, they are. Um, you know, it, it's different. Neither you or I have young children. So, mm. you know, I, I can imagine it can be quite a challenge when you've got young children running around and how you, you know, course, you focus yeah. and you you concentrate but I, I remember at the beginning of the year you and lucy were trialing that that sort of four day week as well can you see that coming maybe in a different way as you say you know that that cost containment that maybe some people end up working on a four day week is that would that be something well maybe so and i think that's what the they're thinking with the furlough thing isn't it that yeah. they reduce the percentages that it might be like we'll take this employee back yeah you pay for them for so many days we'll pay for them for so many days but, yeah yeah i mean i do i do think that you know businesses i mean obviously the businesses and especially bigger businesses are going to look at their some of their cost base and some of their support functions and think do we need this support function or can we outsource this um, yeah. it's carrying the house and i think you know that's where you might see um you know where you see some i'm uh, thinking in our sector in particular where some of these big resor- uh, resourcing functions within uh, yeah. bigger businesses whether they think actually we can use um, a recruiter for that uh, yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, and obviously there'll be other industries where uh, where similar things happen but I, you know, I do think everyone is going to take the opportunity to consider all that yeah i was listening to something the other day and it was um i can't remember where it was now that i was listening to it but basically it was a digital agency obviously right. i'm interested because that's part of some of yeah. the things that we do mm. and um this particular guy got a team of 20 and he decided that um he was getting rid of his office Right, so yeah. it was just everyone was going to work from home. Mm. They did, you know, with the money that they'd saved, they'd still be in profit and they would meet up once a month. They, you know, they could use like a facility. You and I are recording this on, on Zoom today yeah. um, that they could uh, they could do all those sorts of things as well. Um, something I was just thinking about as well. I know you and I have had this conversation offline about furlough. And, um, you know, how, how can people um, actually put their best foot forward? So they've been on furlough and then they're going to, um, you know, go out into the market looking for jobs. Uh, I know you shared something about that on LinkedIn today. What would be your recommendations to people if they've been on furlough and they're thinking, what next? Mm, well, I, th- I think initially probably for anyone that went on furlough, I think those first couple of weeks were like, Actually, this is okay. This is okay. Nice weather, you know, out yeah. in the garden and stuff. But I'm sure very quickly that you know 
most people will have thought I'm bored of this now but yeah I, th I think you'll need to use your time you know you must use your time effectively to um there's lots of webinars out there uh, you know whatever profession you're in mm. uh, there's lots of training facilities reading books analyzing your career where you're at I mean on that note we've got um on our website we've got career development plans and career checklists where people can um people can sort of take stock of where they are um yeah you've you've got to use that time wisely i mean i do think it will be a big um question when we uh, for interviews when we come out of it of you know employees saying so you were furloughed what did you do during that period of furlough and i mean mm -hmm. that might be for some people for three months if you turn around and say well I watched Money Heist on Netflix. Um, they're not really as impressed. So, yeah, it, I think it's all about you know, it's all about the uh, well-being, isn't it? Um, and you know, you know, mental health and, and just doing as much as you can to, you know, yeah. move yourself forward. Um, and, and I think it's a it's a great job that recruiters do because they speak to candidates. Because sometimes candidates don't always think it through. To think, yeah. well, it's like anything, if you're not doing it, so like, you know, obviously I'm the leader of our company, but mm. I, I still write every day because if yeah. I don't write every day, I could potentially lose that skill. Probably wouldn't, but, you know, I always practice. It's like practice makes perfect. Yes. And I think for many people, if they're not, if they're just at home and they're watching the TV, we all know when we come back after two weeks' holiday, we're a bit rusty. Yeah. Um, and I think for, for anyone maybe listening to this that wants career advice as well, you know, go and speak to people at Lucy Walker because they'll oh, get definitely, some, yeah. um, some help yeah. and support around that. So, yeah. I mean, you're like, you're like me. I mean, we've both got a, like a thirst for knowledge and information yes. and, and i i just couldn't personally contemplate not having any 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 structure or structure to my day that yeah, yeah. To achieve it or trying to achieve something so yeah. yeah yeah so i've asked you lots of questions i've got a fun question to ask you at, at the end okay. is there anything else that you want to to share with us mark any parting shots, shots. or parting no, thoughts no, around we've things covered, we've covered most of it really right yeah so the question is um obviously you know as we're recording this we're not quite sure um what the government will allow us to do probably by the time this goes live we'll know um but what would be your first three things that you're going to do after lockdown first three things after lockdown um my first one in, in my sadness and, and you know me uh, like you do <laughs> you won't be surprised it would be um to go and watch west ham um as you know, I'm a sort of home and away season ticket holder with um, mm. two of my kids, and uh, that takes up a lot of our time um, and causes us a lot of uh, distress. <laughs> but it's, it's character building, that's what I tell them. But that would be one of them. But I don't, but the, I mean, they are saying with football, it might be two years before. Um, really? I don't, haven't seen they allow people back into grounds. Mm. So, so the, the second one would probably be. Um, as you know, we spend a few weeks a year in the Lake District. Yeah. We love that. Um, so it would be being able to go back to the Lake District and, and, and go to uh, my favourite pub there, which is Tweedy's in Grasmere. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and the third one would be, um, I've not seen my son for eight weeks now because he's up in, um, in, in the Lake District with, with his girlfriend who, and her parents. 
um, eating them out of house and home, no doubt. Um, so yeah, it would be to to see my son. Yeah. So it's a long time. We have a weekly quiz on a on a Saturday. Uh, is it football uh, related? Is it football related? No, it's related. not actually. It's uh, it's uh, well, it's, it's probably the highlight of the week for us at the moment. It's uh, you know those family quiz type things. But yeah. they were two nil up, but we're beating them three two now. But uh, oh right, he's a he's a bad loser as I am, so it's a bit of a bonus contention. But yeah, we definitely to yeah to see my son again. Oh, well, that's a that's a nice one, isn't it? So it is, um, yeah. to to think about. I, I thought you were going to say something about when when is the tip going to open? We were having a conversation <laughs> with our team team sort of people talking about you know doing all this house clearing, but where are you going to put it? And then someone said, "But aren't the tips opening?" And and everyone <laughs> they went, "Really? Are the tips opening? When are the tips opening?" <laughs> you know what, Denise? Then, on that note, we hired on. a skip for this bank holiday weekend. Oh, have you? And I'm ecstatic. Because we've got so much stuff to put in here and clear. So. I was going to say you need to get out more, but that's yeah, going to yeah. fall on, fall on death. I never thought about that, actually. Somebody else, um, in fact, Heather Clark, who we both know, right. um, yeah. she's ordered a, a skip as well. Maybe that's something that we... It um, is. They must it's be doing a roaring trade, mustn't they? Yeah, they must be, yeah. yeah. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. To do that. Mm. Um, so, Mark, thank you so much for no coming on it. today. And I think there's some great like words of wisdom there for people as well about about what's happening. Also, sort of to be pragmatic and, you know, this isn't going to go away overnight. And, you know, you need to plan. You need to think about, you know, the next yeah, few months, I think, as a business owner, from a recruitment perspective, from your own growth, you know, your own, you know, talent acquisition, how, how this is going to work for you. Um, so, Mark, thank you so much for today. And no we'll speak again soon. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your your technology. And you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle. So if you would like to know more then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash SFC. Have a look at what's involved, what's included, and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are. We'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business. So speak to you soon.